advice to eat the rainbow has been circulating in the nutrition sphere for some time. And no, it is not a call to action to get more Skittles in your life. Instead, it's all about choosing a variety of fruits and vegetables, primarily based upon their color. Red, blue, orange, purple, yellow, and green are the important colors here. And those colors occur because of the presence of a family of different polyphenol pigments naturally found in foods. It is those colored pigments that could explain many of the health benefits from eating these foods on your longevity, body weight, blood lipids, and risk of chronic diseases such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease. In this podcast episode, I'll explore the science behind eating the rainbow. Here's some shocking news. Fruits and vegetables are good for you. I know, crazy, right? But just why are they so good for you? The list is long and includes the multitude of nutrients they contain and also all that fiber. A lot of it prebiotic fiber, which is A-grade fuel for your gut microbiome. And then there is a class of chemicals called polyphenols. Talking about polyphenols is akin to opening up Pandora's box. That's because there are thousands of different types. And you find them in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, herbs and spices, tea and even coffee. And the key theme is that they're all plant foods, which is why they are also referred to as phytonutrients. Polyphenols are much more than their stereotyped antioxidant ability. They have a multitude of benefits and actions in the body, such as regulating cell growth and death, slowing down cancer cell proliferation, altering glucose responses and insulin sensitivity, increasing activity of enzymes involved in removing harmful substances from the body, and decreasing inflammation. So with so many different classes and types of polyphenols, the best way to get plenty of these in your diet is to eat a wide variety of fruits and vegetables. Easy to say, hard to do when you consider how few of these foods most people eat compared to what dietary guidelines advocate for. One bit of helpful advice you may have heard is to eat the rainbow. It is a simple way of using the color of these foods as a guide to their phytonutrient variety. Because the colors you see in nature are normally a direct result of the presence of polyphenol pigments in the food. So carrots are orange because of all that beta-carotene. Berries are red, purple, or blue because of a group of flavonoids called anthocyanins. Tomatoes and watermelon get their red color from lycopene and other pigments in the vitamin A family. And that yellow color in corn, peaches, and pumpkin, it is from lutein and zeaxanthin, which also belong to the vitamin A family. I could go on, but you get the picture. And when you look at research that groups fruits and vegetables by their color, you can find associations between color and cardiovascular disease, cognitive decline, and even colorectal cancer. But until now, no one has set out to combine all this research together in one place. So that was the topic of a just published review that set out to answer the question of if we should eat the rainbow. The review included a total of 86 studies that looked at over 400 different health outcomes and used data from over 37 million people. 
and I'll link to this review in the show notes. And it is well worth accessing the paper, which is open access, as figure 2 is an amazing infographic showing the spectrum of the colours, the fruits and vegetables in each colour group, the beneficial phytonutrients they contain, the health benefits seen, and the level of evidence to support the health benefits, all in one place. That infographic went off the charts when I shared it on my social channels. So the infographic alone will tease out all the key themes from the paper. So for this podcast, I'll just touch on a couple of the things of interest. So let's dig in to key findings from the paper. Almost half of the health outcomes they looked at were improved by eating foods high in coloured pigments. Red, orange, yellow, pale yellow, white, purple, blue and green are the pigments to go for. And the health outcomes that were linked to favourable benefits from three or more coloured pigments were the big ones. Body weight, blood lipids, inflammation, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, many forms of cancer and longevity. And the evidence was pointing to colour being an independent factor linked to good health on top of the many known generic benefits of fruits and vegetables such as the essential nutrients and fibre they contain. Now I need to state that the level of evidence for many of the health links was not always high, because most of the studies were observational. Most health links had a low level of evidence, but the direction of benefit was consistent across having more coloured pigments in your diet and having better health. And there are lots of plausible reasons to explain why those pigments are good for us. To start with, polyphenols can interact with the gut microbiota, which translates into improvements in the gut barrier function, production of short-chain fatty acids such as butyrate, and downregulation of genes associated with inflammation. Anti-inflammatory and antioxidant are two traits shared by all the bioactive pigments. So, let's wrap all this up. You didn't need to listen to this podcast to know that fruits and vegetables are good for you. But now we have better evidence that variety really is the spice of life, especially when it comes to having different colours of these in your diet. Eat the rainbow and the pot of gold at the end of it will be your better health. I know, a pretty lame analogy, but true nevertheless. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible, evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to dilute out the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Nutrition.